I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. A fatal crash shut down a section of Route 3 in southern Illinois for about four and a half hours today. Illinois State Police say the crash killed one and left another seriously injured. Troopers say an SUV was traveling north and lost control around 9.30 a.m. on Route 3 at the Alexander Union County line. It crossed into the southbound lanes, sideswiping two other vehicles, and then colliding head-on with a pickup. The two sideswiped vehicles reported no injuries. The driver of the SUV, 53-year-old Catherine Newell of Grand Tower, was flown to an area hospital with life-threatening injuries. The driver of the pickup was pronounced dead at the scene. The name has not been released. Illinois Congressman Adam Kinzinger says he's received a death threat for his role in investigating the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. The Republican told ABC's This Week with George Stephanopoulos the threat was mailed to his house from the local area. The letter says Kinzinger, his wife, and their five-month-old son would be executed. Kinzinger says, quote, until we get a grip on telling people the truth, we can't expect any differently, end quote. Coping with heat and humidity can be difficult and in some cases can lead to a loss of consciousness or even worse. WSIU's Kevin Boucher reports. According to Mount Vernon-based SSM Health, heat exhaustion is very common, and you'll know it by pale, clammy skin, nausea, fatigue, and heavy sweating. Symptoms of the much more serious heat stroke can include hot, dry skin, no sweating, a fast heartbeat, a throbbing headache, and confusion. Heat stroke can cause death if not given medical attention right away, and 911 must immediately be called. If you suspect someone you know has heat stroke, get the person into a cool spot, apply ice packs to the forehead, groin, and armpits, and get them into air conditioning. SSM Health says simple precautions to prevent this include drinking plenty of water, taking frequent breaks, and wearing light-colored, loose-fitting clothing. I'm Kevin Boucher. While they stress more needs to be done, State of Illinois officials celebrated the holiday of Juneteenth today. While equity for blacks still hasn't been achieved, there has been progress, according to Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton at an event in Chicago. She's the first African-American to hold the position in Illinois. Is there more work to do? Of course there is. But look around today. We are doing it. We are here together, serving community together. And that's cause for celebration. Other speakers at today's event cited the need to end gun violence and called for higher wages and more affordable housing in minority communities. The Illinois Department of Children and Family Services is stepping up its resources and training options during Pride Month. Spokesperson Deborah Lopez says DCFS now requires foster parents to take an enhanced course on the unique needs of LGBTQI plus kids. So that the caregiver knows how to create a welcoming and affirming environment for LGBTQI plus youth. Currently, youth in the LGBTQI plus population are overrepresented in child welfare, and there is a need for foster parents. DCFS staff are undergoing additional training as well, and the agency is working on other ways to support the LGBTQI plus population by listening to former youth in care about their experiences. On Wednesday, Saluki football student-athletes and coaches will be performing community service in the Southern Illinois region for the third annual Saluki Football Southern Illinois Cleanup. Donations made to the cleanup efforts can be made in support of an individual student-athlete's efforts. All donations made will directly support the SIU football program to support summer school scholarships, team meals, equipment, 
the student-athlete experience, and more. For more information, you can visit the Saluki Funder webpage. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.